Kong, I own it. It did. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. What is up, guys? Welcome to this Friday edition of Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Of course, we are here for WWT Live. It is, again, in the midst of WrestleMania week. WrestleMania is tomorrow, but of course, Supercard of Honor is just in under an hour, so we're going to be previewing some of that today and going over some of the latest news. But of course, I cannot do it alone. I have to bring in my good friend, Mr. Professor Gerard. It's good to see you you again how are you it is good to see you happy mania weekend it is such a wonderful time here in our sport and for folks like us so i'm really really excited about uh this weekend and tonight and everything connected to it we've waited all year for this I know it is a fun time. It's also a tiring time though, too. And we're not even at, we're not even at the big, big events of the weekend yet. Like, we you said, know, we what's funny in under an hour, but yeah, yeah. It, it, the funny part to me is it's, it's the kind of tired that we live for, right? Yeah. Like I'm okay with this tired. There's other kinds of fatigue that we have that really feels just like arduous and horrible yeah. <laughs> but this is my if i'm gonna be tired let me be tired because of the pro wrestling industry and i'm no. all here for that that is a fair point and i also wanted to say hello to everybody in the chat jermaine thank you for joining us santana as usual thank you for joining us casey good to see you back here joseph it is an absolutely exhausting week um yes. like i said i think most of us are working every day this week i don't have a mm -hmm. day off till next saturday so yeah. it's it's gonna be a busy week like we said we have supercard in just under an hour but i know there's already been some events happening obviously multiverse of uh multiverse united was last night we'll talk about obviously wale mania to uh mm -hmm. gcw there's a bunch of stuff happening but i know yes, gerard is. wanted to kick it off um with some wale mania <laughs> well certainly wale mania was uh last night and you know one of the cool things about what is happening with mania week is there really is something for everybody and wale mania this is i believe wale mania six 
And uh, it is sponsored, of course, by Wale, who is a rapper who has worked with mo both major promotions, both AEW and WWE. And it's kind of the one place on the WrestleMania week card where you are going to see everybody from WWE, AEW, and all of the other promotions that you really like that love hip hop, that love music. It is just kind of a fun, fun time. And so uh, our own uh, Queen Stephanie Hardy of the Hardy Wrestling Podcast and Women's Wrestling Talk actually captured some footage last night of Big E uh, having some things to say at Wale Mania. And he said some very interesting things. Go ahead and check this out. This is uh, Big E at Wale Mania last night. The floor from time to time. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I have a weird sense of humor. Uh, I was really repressed as a kid. That's what you get if you have super Christian parents, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I might not be getting it now, but wait till I get older. I'm be doing weird <laughs> shit. So, uh, anyways, man, I, I, like I said, man, I really, I never felt like I did anything special. I just had fun with my friends. And the only reason, like, people remember my name at all is because I was in the ring with guys who are the best at what they do. Uh, you know, Guys, brothers, as competitors in the ring. Uh, Kofi Woods, the only reason I'm here is because I was surrounded by incredible, uh, talented people. But honestly, man, everyone who reached out uh, with the neck, uh, who, who hit me up, uh, it, it means so much to me, man. Like, I, I never really struggled mentally because I felt the love from everyone. Yeah! And, and I, like, I can't get back to everyone, but honestly, people praying for me, their well wishes. It means the world to me. I feel like I did something right in my career. Uh, so thank you guys, for real. Um, it means the world to me. Even like the people that you might not have recognized in that video, some of them, uh, had, they, they all mean so much to me, uh, everyone on the video. So thank you all. Uh, I'm really, really terrible with these things. With compliments, one day I'll get better, but. Uh, I appreciate y'all, man. I. Uh, this community, man, I know people want to talk about it being toxic online and whatnot, and that definitely exists, but I've seen so much love here, man, and uh, I thank you all, like, for being a, a good part of this community, man. Let's keep making this good. Let's keep making wrestling fun, man. It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be fun. Let's, be, let's make it fun. Let's keep it fun. Let's keep it a, a safe space for people, too, man, but... For real, man, I don't, I don't feel like I did anything worthy of being up here and talking about my accolades or anything. I know what you're gonna say. You have done I it still all. feel the way I feel. But, but thank you, man, all of y'all who, who, uh, who rooted for me, who prayed for me, who clapped with me, who, who were there when I, when I finally became a world champion. Uh, yeah. It's something I'll never forget, and I don't, I don't know what the future holds uh, in ring or whatnot. Um, but, uh, if, if, uh, if it is over, I, I had a blast. I truly had a blast. And, uh, I had so much fun. I had, I really had so much fun. We love so, you, Biggie! Uh, thank you all. So, yeah, that was pretty amazing. A special moment there with Big E at Wale Mania last night who, you know, had an opportunity to really kind of thank people uh, for all of their support. And that's just a great community to be able to do that with the fans that come to Wale Mania. And one of the things that he said that I think struck a chord with a lot of people is if, in fact, he does not make it back to the ring, 
he's had an amazing career. Now, we have to remember, it has been a year since the injury that broke his neck. Um, on SmackDown, it was a live uh, event where involving Rich Holland in a suplex that was outside of the ring. And uh, so it obviously meant he would miss WrestleMania last year. We have not heard anything about whether or not uh, he will be cleared ever to return or anything like that. So it's really a, uh, a special, special moment right now for Big E because we don't know. You know, we don't know if he's in shape to wrestle. We're glad, obviously, he's out of the neck brace and he's gotten a, like a clear bill of health to be able to at least travel and and do some things. I know he has been involved with some tryouts in terms yeah. of judging and things of that nature. Uh, he's been doing some ambassador work as well. So we don't know if this is kind of the end of the road for Big E, but it was a great, great moment last night at Wally Mania. Yeah, I know. I believe I saw yesterday or some the day before that he has another appointment coming up after WrestleMania mm -hmm. for his neck. But yeah. again, we don't yeah. truly know the status of what's going on. It's been a year, so we would hope it's a good sign that obviously he's been standing and going out and traveling and been out of the neck brace for a while. He, like you said, he's mm -hmm. been adapting to some judging roles. I got to see that firsthand at SummerSlam during those yeah. tryouts. Um, yeah. That was cool to see him be a part of. Obviously, like you said, he's been conforming to an ambassador role too as well we don't know um obviously i do hope that he makes that return and can maybe get some closure or like some redemption for himself you know yeah. kofi kingston is out obviously um mm -hmm. i believe it's with the foot or ankle injury I yeah believe ankle what injury it is. yes um so yeah only going into this mania i mean not even technically xavier woods is on andre the giant battle royal tonight right um, so it's you know, we're used to seeing New Day on the WrestleMania card. Technically, none of them are going to be on the Mania card. Not to say How that, odd is that couldn't get added last minute for Woods. Sure, but sure. as of now, we're getting no New Day representation on the actual Mania card, which is crazy. That That is very, <laughs> very crazy. So shout out to Big E. Great to see mm -hmm. him. Some other notable things that happened uh, at Wale Mania last yeah. night. We had the full reunion of uh, Hit Row. As in Swerve Strickland with the OG3, that all happened last night, which was pretty awesome. We also saw appearances from uh, the Bloodline, being the Usos and Solo Sokoa. There was a full interview that was done with them. We saw uh, Adam Cole and Britt Baker, and we might spend a little time talking about All Access as well. Mm -hmm. um, also, we saw one of the guest honorees last night was uh, Trinity Font 2, now known as Trinity Star formerly yeah. known as Naomi <laughs> and a very special moment with her and Jade Cargill. I saw those photos. Yeah. Which I mean, I saw a video of that and I was just like, it's kind of wild. And that's yeah. what I love about Wale Mania um, is it is the non wrestling event. That's going to bring together many of your favorite wrestlers um, in a space where they're not wrestling, where, mm -hmm. you know, their, their alliances and allegiances really don't matter. They just get to enjoy each other. You know, so there were pictures floating around of powerhouse Hobbs with Big E. Like, these are things that you just kind of imagine happening yeah. in your mind that are really happening in front of you there at Wale Mania. So shout out to Wale Mania and all of the great things that happened there. And special shout out, we've got correspondence there live yeah. um, at WrestleMania, and they're involved in a lot of spaces. Uh, that footage we saw was from Stephanie Hardy, um, which is amazing. TK is there, and she's got some 
uh, footage that's coming, apparently, with the EST. Bianca Belair did an interview with her. Uh, she had a chance to check up with Woods uh, as well. And I saw there was a Kane sighting. Two Kane sightings. So uh, Kane is at least alive. He's, He's alive. alive. <laughs> He's alive. <laughs> so that's exciting. Shout out to you, Kane, who is somewhere, you know, in these L.A. streets. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, our team is is canvassing and covering all things. So I'm excited to see all of the things that will be coming back. Uh, I see Nikki was there as well. So, yeah, the team's all over the place. And I, I'm just happy that the team is large enough that they can cover WrestleMania and WWT Live as well. So it's pretty awesome. Yes, we'll we'll be talking about Impact in a little bit. Um, yeah, a lot of correspondence. You know, it, it's so fun. I was at Mania last year. It's so much fun. LA just seems yeah. like I have a, a, the home. The, the FOMO's hitting hard. I will admit. Oh, but, but it, you know, it's hitting super <laughs> hard. But you know what? A lot of our colleagues are there. Yeah, and that's part of the fun. You know, like we're fans, but also working in this industry, you yeah. have colleagues that you talk to yeah. all throughout the year. Oh, that yeah. WrestleMania I got on site. They, yeah, they, I, they've you been sending I mean? me videos and photos all weekend. So I'm just yeah. vicariously living through them. So there's some amazing people who I'm just very, very proud of. And so shout out to a lot of people who are living their best lives this weekend. And I'm here for it. Yeah. Before we move on, just want to say hello to some people in the chat. Raul, yeah. thank you for being here. JD, awesome. I guess there's a there's a lot of watch parties going on. I know a lot of other people are doing like watch alongs, and I'm sure there's other stuff going on. If you go to any bar, there's probably sure. uh, there's probably a bunch of watch parties at the bars or probably the Biltmore Hotel even. Um, mm -hmm. I know last year, I don't remember what the the hotel was last year for Dallas, but there was literally a watch along in the hotel where, where WrestleCon was. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. For WrestleMania, like just right at the bar in there. So I'm sure That's the awesome. built tomorrow is probably doing something similar. Um, oh, yeah. Bobby, thank you for being here. Of course. Um, Santana, we love you. Of course. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Nikki living her best life for real. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just saying, I'm just going based off of last year, JD. I know last year at the <laughs> Dallas Hotel they had a watch along during night one and night and night two. Mm -hmm. So like, uh, so who knows? Yeah. Um, uh, if you're new here, I'm Ella. This is Gerard next to me. Thank you for being here, Jermaine. Um, <laughs> I know that the font's kind of tiny, but you know we were talking about Impact Wrestling. Yes. We might as well go, you know, that was obviously a huge event last night. Like we mentioned mm -hmm. on Wednesday, there was a lot of shakeups in that card. Um, yeah. So, but I feel like, you know, no titles really changed hands from what right. I recall. But Correct. there was one big uh, implication, obviously. Mickey James has been out injured. Mm -hmm. The winner of last night's four-way would go on to Rebellion to face Jordan Grace. For yes. the knockouts title, if Mickey James is cleared by then, it'll be a triple threat. But mm -hmm. as of now, we don't know the status of Mickey James. So as of right now, it is just the winner of that. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. Miu yes. did great. Yes. Yamashita did great. Yes. Um, and they Yamashita... had the live impact right before, too. Yeah, I was going to say, Yamashita <laughs> kind of did 
double duty. And I put yeah. that in air quotes because she was also on Ring of Honor last night. Yes. Um, which was kind of wild to see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but to to your point, coming out of uh the multiverse and kind of the big news is that Diana Perrazzo wins that uh four-way matchup to become uh, I guess you can call her the number one contender. I'm not quite sure what we call she her. She earns herself the title shot, regardless. That is what we can say. Yeah. So she's earned herself a title shot. We know for certain that at sacrifice she'll be fighting Jordan Grace. The question is whether yeah. or not uh, the Impact Knockout World Champion Mickey James will be able to be in that match to make it a triple threat, or will she be present to relinquish the title to one of those two? We'll find out. But a great showing, of course, for Diana Perrazzo. And I think this is very, very interesting to see what things are looking like right now in the uh, Impact Knockouts division. Yeah, there again, there's uncertainty. Mickey's next um, next appointment is after Mania. So yeah. she'll find out if she's going to be cleared or not by then. I hope she mm-hmm. is because yeah. she has that history with Deanna. Obviously, that that's going to be huge. But we've seen Deanna kind of show her some favor lately and helping her yeah. retain against Giselle. Jordan, I know, has been hungry. By that point, it would have been three months since Jordan lost her title. So Jordan's right. been waiting for three months for this rematch. Wow. So Jordan wow. is just going to be, she's going to release all of her pent up, you know, I don't know, not anger, but like she's just hungry for it. So Absolutely. I hope it's a triple threat. Um, but obviously that's dependent on the health of Mickey James. If it just is Jordan and Deanna, mm-hmm. I think it's time to unleash the beast in Jordan Grace and let her go full on monster. You know, we've yeah. seen her kind of tiptoe it lately. Um, Deanna seems to be going more babyface. I think it's time right. to see a more aggressive Jordan Grace. So uh regardless. For sure. But we'll see what happens. Um, Interesting times and impact. It is. But obviously the big event of the weekend is WrestleMania. There was a couple unofficial leaks a couple days ago. We do know, like we mentioned, the Hell in a Cell is returning to its original form. The Silver Cage is coming back. I'm (laughs) so excited for that. But of course, they also finally unveiled the official stage for WrestleMania. And I can't do it justice. So we're just going to show you the video that was released today featuring some professional skateboarders, which I thought was really cool. So take a look. Here we go. WWE Universe, you are looking at SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles, California, the site of Super Bowls, of college football playoff national championship games the home of the Los Angeles Rams and the LA Chargers. But this weekend, it's the home of WrestleMania. And this year's WrestleMania set reveal is sponsored by WWE 2K23, Even Stronger. Welcome everybody inside SoFi Stadium. I am still Corey Graves and she is the moonwalking, trash talking princess of Staten Island, Carmella. Carmella, it's finally arrived. It is here. WrestleMania is upon us. What are you most excited about? This is Hollywood, baby. I mean, the stars are going to be out. There's bound to be a few surprises. It's going to be bigger than ever. Oh, you're right about that. It's so big. We need to enlist a little help for this year's set reveal in the form of two world-class pro skaters, Brianna King and Bonica Torres, and a six-time X Games gold medalist, Leticia Buffoni. I understand you ladies have something pretty spectacular planned for tonight. Oh, yeah, we're going to skate down the ramp. But you're going to skate down that ramp. That ramp, yeah, the long ramp. 
Have you always been crazy, or is that something new to you? Oh, we do crazy stuff all the time, so. Well, are you ladies ready? ready? Let's kick it off, baby. Let's not waste any more time. And here we go! You know, I often say, and I said it the other day, it's the most wonderful week of the year. It is. And this set, one of the greatest things that I love to see WWE do during WrestleMania season is the reveal of the set. That's one of the greatest moments. And uh, the creativity involved, I mean, that was just, it's brilliant. It goes along with the theme that they've had, kind of the movie Hollywood yeah. theme, the premieres. It was in incredible and so uh yeah i'm excited and again these are the things that just add to the uh, ambiance of all things wrestlemania so it's going to be amazing to watch again the big show is monday excuse me tomorrow and sunday it's going to be crazy uh and i'm i'm intrigued i mean lots of other big things are happening but yeah that that set is is fire I know they had like the they had the parody movie posters of everybody, which I thought was really cool. The steps yes. is kind of reminiscent of like an award show and stuff yes. like that. So that yes. was nice. And then obviously the glimmering WrestleMania sign, lots of lights. Sure. I'm interested sure. to see what else they have up their sleeves. They need to I want them to utilize those stairs in some some former fashion. Like I don't, I don't know. I feel like they can do, um, yeah, they did go all out. It was, it is Los Angeles. I like the, the, the song too is very like old fashioned, yes. like award show music, but it fits the theme for it. Well, the, the song so, has Hollywood in its title. Yeah. It's a classic, of course, from yeah. cool in the gang. It's been sampled tons of times in, yeah. in the world of hip hop. So it's just a song that makes a lot of sense yeah. for sure for what they're doing. Yeah, so I'm excited for that. I thought it was a unique way to kind of, you know, they have, I want to see whose entrance is actually going to have the pyro as they walk down it. Mm. So my, I they can't do that with everybody, but like, no. I would think it would be Cody for sure. Um, Roman might have the big stuff behind him, but I'm also just thinking who else can you have that like goes down the ramp? in a way that the pyro would go off like that. Well, I think I think there're going to be some interesting entrances. I'm really interested to see what Finn's entrance is going to oh, look yeah, like yeah. because that's going to be absolutely sick. Uh Cody's is going to be sick. You know Bianca always has a special entrance yeah. as does Charlotte Flair. Re I think there's there's room for a lot of great entrances mm -hmm. and seeing that they have not put 15 matches up per night, they've given some room 
furlong entrances as well oh so, yeah logan yeah, paul it's, that's well, true there's logan paul so yep. there's there's a lot of potential great entrances uh coming all over these next two nights and that again helps with the big spectacle of wrestlemania think we get mania being set out of the states Oh, you mean like oh, and like out like Canada or like the UK or something? I think it's possible. It just the word is the world is still in like fragments still. Yeah. So they started small, you know, with the UK last year with Class of the Castle. Obviously, you mm-hmm. know, they're returning to the UK for Money in the Bank. Is it? Right. Um, right. They're going to Puerto Rico. Where where else? There's there's another well, Saudi there's, Arabia. There's also Saudi stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I, they haven't been to Australia I, in a while, though. That's true. I think one of the things that they're doing is they're doing those large shows in those spaces. Yeah. Um, because, and I think we have to think about this too. Uh, for, for them to take WrestleMania across the pond or wherever they may take it, um, there's going to be additional funds involved in that because that's taking their entire production crew. Yeah you know, far away. And that that's just a little diff- more difficult than it is to, to go to L.A. or to go to Phoenix or to go to Houston or, or you know, Philly or any of those places. So I think that's going to be one of those things. And, and it's interesting to see. But the fact that they're doing larger shows in other spaces, that is kind of, a you know, because you get the same size audience as you would for a mania show. So there, there's a lot to be said for that. We'll see what happens. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. we the next one technically, yeah, Puerto Rico's in the states, but it's not like to the traditional part of it. So after Mania, we have Puerto Rico, Saudi Arabia, mm-hmm. London, and then they're back in right. Detroit. So, right. um, but they also recently announced NXT. This is another interesting thing. <laughs> NXT, this is very interesting. It is NXT. You know, obviously, we mentioned the Saudi show is going to be Saturday, May twenty seventh, in Saudi Arabia mm-hmm. for King and mm-hmm. Queen of the Ring. But they also right. announced that NXT Battleground will mm-hmm. be headed to Lowell, Massachusetts, the same day, the same yes. day as AW Double or Nothing. You know, we had a kind of. A similar scenario last year with Clash the Castle going against All Out, but Cla- mm-hmm. not Clash the Castle, NXT's event, the Worlds Collide a couple hours right. before. These are right. actually going to be going head to head, though, time wise. Right. So, right. <laughs> well, I, th- I think it's going to be interesting. You know, if um, AEW, I mean, this is not the first time yeah. this has happened, as you've mentioned. No. Um, and I think where we have to get to is. We have to get to the space that we just put out strong enough products mm-hmm. and ultimately let the people choose to make the assumption that if there is no other event happening on that day, that the people will automatically choose you is not a fair assessment to make at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not. the Again, I, I, I'm thinking back to yeah. 1988, for instance, when you literally had WrestleMania four going up against the first ever clash of the champions. Um, WCW did that intentionally because they wanted to go head to head with WrestleMania Mm -hmm. with a free show versus that show. And I mean, at the end of the day, people are going to pay their attention and their money to the content that they enjoy the most. And these days, you know, you can at least watch one or the other live, but you could ultimately watch both. So it's possible for me to stream NXT and then turn around and watch the replay, you know, it's going to cost the same amount of money anyway. So interesting. Yeah. So I, I actually wrote an article on what Sean was saying. Sean was basically saying that it wasn't in, 
intentional to because they want to go against uh, AEW per se, but it happened to be on Memorial Day weekend. And mm-hmm. WWE does have a history of doing shows on like the holiday weekends, like Thanksgiving, yes, like New Year's and stuff like that. So uh, according to Sean, it just happened to be a holiday thing. Obviously, mm-hmm. AEW, this has been their tradition for like four or five years now, uh, four yeah. years now for to do double or nothing memorial day weekend and i guess wwe just wanted to do the same thing with theirs so <clears throat> that's how sean put it basically they are the getting out of the pc the though that's another big yes. thing they're getting out of the pc um yes. they went out of the pc last year obviously for stand and deliver in dallas then they uh just went to north carolina for Vengeance yep. day Correct. And then now this is kind of their third event since the start of the pandemic where they're going outside of the States. So yes. they're slowly getting out of the PC, which Sean said was huge for them. You know, then they mm-hmm. can slowly transition to going back on the road. So, yes, yes. So it's exciting times for NXT. And I just think, again, for both brands, bring great products and people will prove yeah. that they've proven they'll watch both. I think this is really telling that they have Tiffany Stratton on this poster. They also uh, have Roxanne Perez on this yes. poster as well. Yes. Um, it, it is interesting to see who they have on this. I also think it's early, right? True. Like the tickets have just gone True. on sale. So they can't really afford to kind yeah. of give their plans away or what have you. I think the poster will likely change in some degree between yeah. now and the time we get to Lowell Mass on May the 28th. Yeah, because we were talking about a, a possible like breaker call up is what we mm-hmm. i think we were talking about last time sure it, it could be possible if carmelo very wins, possible they could very have possible. they could call i don't think breaker is ready personally but it he could be called up um mm-hmm. but yeah joseph it yeah it's they're getting out of the pc i wish nxt tv was out of the pc rumor is that the most recent they asked talent yeah i saw that i saw that rumor too so I don't know if that's true or not, um, but I saw that rumor too. Uh, Braun Breaker, yes. Again, we don't know if he's going to be called up by then or not. They had mm-hmm. tickets out today. We are about six and a half weeks. Yeah. So yeah. normally NXT spaces there's out like every like two months, month and yeah. every two months ish normally. Mm-hmm. So this mm-hmm. is taking place at the beginning of April, stand and deliver, and then obviously right. Battleground is the end of May. So that's mm-hmm. that's about two months spaced out if you think yeah. about it. Mm-hmm. But uh, like we mentioned at the start of the show, we do have another. I feel like we have to cover this because it literally yes, we starts do. in less than half an hour. Yes, it Ring does. Ring of Honor, Super Card of Honor. <laughs> yes, Super Card of Honor is going down literally in 30 minutes time. Uh, it's happening in Los Angeles. Uh, I have to tell you straight up as one who has kind of paid attention to all of the cards that are happening this week. This is the card I am the most excited about. I feel like it is the strongest card cover to cover um, to see what Ring of Honor has done in these last four weeks since finally getting their own brand, their own deal of sorts on Honor Club. This is special. The matches signed for this are really kind of out of this world. I mean, you know, they have... Matter of fact, I think going on right now, or maybe it's at the seven o'clock hour. I'm not exactly sure where they have the zero hour 
Um, and they've got some crazy matches happening there, including uh, Konosuke Takeshita and Yo, Willie Mack. The last um, time I literally checked this, like a couple hours ago, there was only eight matches listed, and now it got updated to 12. Oh, my God. Yeah, and, and that's because <laughs> those four are in the zero hour. Okay. Um, yeah, they're in the zero hour, which is going to be crazy. Stu Grayson yeah. is taking on Slim yeah, J. Yeah, I'm looking Miranda. at it now. Yeah, Miranda Alizé and Willow Nightingale and then Jeff Cobb against Tracy Williams. But then when you get into the main card, this is crazy. I mean, you've got a ladder match for the world tag titles, the Reach for the Sky ladder match, uh, where Mark Briscoe will relinquish the tag team championships. Uh, and one of these five teams are going to walk away yeah. as the new champions, which you've got three brother teams, which is crazy, uh, along with the Kingdom and Aussie Open. By the way, this will be the second title match for Aussie Open in 24 hours. Kind of crazy that they've got that kind of cachet. But they do. It should be fantastic. Um, you've got the six-man tag titles on the line with the Embassy taking on A.R. Fox, Blake Christian, and Metalik. Samoa Joe takes on Mark Briscoe for the uh, television championship. Athena takes on Yuka Sakazaki for the women's world championship. Wheeler Yuta against Katsuyura Shibata. Good Lord. Take all of my money for the pure championship. But then I got to give you some more. For the AAA Mega Championship, El Ijo Del Vikingo against Commander. I don't know if we're really ready for that. I, I, I don't really know. I think it's because... going to, I think people are going in, people who don't regularly watch, say for me, for me, oh. who didn't really know of them before that and then seeing them on AEW television, I was like, okay, okay. Yeah. I think this is going to exceed a lot of the people who are, not familiar with it to a pleasant surprise though pleasant surprise I, I, I feel i feel confident in it yeah totally and you know these matches that we're seeing are now showing us why pwi ranked the kingo in its top 10 uh yeah. for 2022 most of us were like who's this guy yeah now we know um then we've got of course uh tanahashi against daniel garcia which is going to be crazy and the main event claudio castagnoli uh and eddie kingston for the ROH World Championship. That kicks things off tonight. Uh, in addition, that's going to be going head-to-head -head with SmackDown and with the Hall of Fame. SmackDown, of course, will have the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal and uh, the final face-off between Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns. Then we'll have the Hall of Fame induction ceremony uh, featuring Rey Mysterio, um, we'll have the great Muta who is in town. So Muta will be there live. I'm kind of excited for that. Uh, also we'll see Andy Kaufman posthumously, uh, inducted Stacy Keepler will be inducted and Tim White will be inducted receiving the warrior award. He is the first referee to be inducted into the WWE hall of fame. So this will be uh, pretty exciting. Of course, he passed away last summer. So that is what tonight looks like, which is insane like insane let me ask you one question so yes going back to this poster mm -hmm. does anything uh glare out at you does anything glare out at me it seems like there's something i should be seeing that i'm not um we went through the entire card we and did there's been one name that was not mentioned yet is Which on is? this poster Dalton Castle, 
right at the top. Interesting. You're right. You're right. That is he's interesting. He's literally at the top of the poster, but he's not That's... even on the card. That's so super interesting. I, I again, Brian Cage's contract is up, so mm -hmm. they're likely dropping the treat, the six man titles. Mm -hmm. Um, obviously, the boys and Dalton were the former champs, so mm -hmm. it might be that their you know surprise return cost the embassy the titles. But well, you have to to that just, point, they were just I mean, on Ring of Honor. Just, well, uh, you know what I mean, but a week and a half ago yeah. in a title match for the so, six man tag title. Yeah, so. I don't, but it just—it's yeah, weird. You have him right at the top. He's yeah, not even on this card. That's very, very interesting. I don't know what happened with that, but you're right. That's that's very interesting to see how that's happened. I just thought it was weird. I was like, that's a pretty prominent spot. Like, it is you a know? prominent spot, and Castle is a prominent figure in Ring yeah. of Honor, past and present. So. Uh, we'll see. You never, ever know. And of course, this weekend really is all about surprises. So uh, we'll see because uh, apparently a lot of surprises are planned all weekend long. And since the whole wrestling world is here, you just yeah. never know. Yeah, kind of. I don't know if it's a surprise, but it's just confusing. So okay. we know, you know, it seems like Carmella and Chelsea Green, you know, we're getting along great. They seemed yes. poised to join the WrestleMania showcase. Then yes. Carmella just disappeared, but reappeared on this commercial we just saw um, for the stage. But it looks like WWE made their promotional material like weeks ago. Okay. Because as we know, Sonya Deville is now teaming with Chelsea Green in the WrestleMania showcase. Yet, mm -hmm. literally, the, all the promotional stuff in, in LA has Carmella with Chelsea mm -hmm. Green. So, mm -hmm. I, it, is it? Do you think it's just a case of they made this prematurely and then had to last minute swap to Sonya, or is Carmella going to take Sonya's place? <laughs> Well, I, I, it's interesting. Uh, the Carmella, the Carmella swap did seem very last minute. Uh, she was scheduled to be in a match in a tag yeah. match with Chelsea, and they just kind of said she wasn't able to make it, and they left it out. So, you know, the the thing with Carmella that's interesting. I certainly don't want to make any assumptions, but given some of the the health challenges that she has had mm -hmm. uh, over the last few months, there's a part of me that wonders if that has some up somehow flared up or something along that line where she just isn't able to physically compete. And if that's the case, then that would certainly explain why she was in the video yeah. with Corio, Corey and not, you know, able to compete per se. But I will say, you know, once you print that material and start posting it, uh, it's hard to make those kinds of mm -hmm. revisions. And it certainly feels like um, Sonya Deville is a bit of a last minute replacement. Yeah. Uh, it definitely felt like that this week, considering she was just added this week. So yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I don't, um, I know the reports were that Carmella was sidelined. We don't know what for, mm -hmm. whether it's yeah. injury related or something yeah. else going on. Um, Maybe. I don't know. Maybe mm -hmm. something happened in her last outing. Again, we don't know. We just know that she's sidelined and obviously hasn't been competing in a few weeks. But sure. obviously she was well enough to at least appear in the commercial. Although 
no, this had to have been filmed recently because they would not have had the mania stage built up for weeks already. Right. So right. that had oh, to no. have been again really recent. So very recent. I, we don't know. It is as of yeah. now. It still says Sonya and Chelsea. Um, yeah. But I guess don't be surprised if something happens storyline wise and makes it Carmella again. I just I don't know. <laughs> I don't I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. Interesting. So, Very yeah. interesting. Very interesting too. Before yeah. we get to our vintage wrestling facts, we do have one more story. Yes. I know at least myself, you know, for me the best story going in to WrestleMania for me story-wise has been Dominic and Ray Mysterio, you know, that's been going on for a while. You know, they were the tag team. Ray, Dominic was right there with Ray when he was brought in. Obviously, they split ways at Clash at the Castle. Dom joined the Judgment Day, became prison Dom. And now it's going to have this bitter rivalry come head to head now. But the thing is, we, you know, Dominic, as of right now, is favored in the betting odds. But it turns out, like, it could go either way. But it, regardless of the outcome of this match, according, uh, I believe it was the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, was talking about that their aim right now, the goal, regardless of the match outcome, is to make Dominic into a star. Obviously, if he loses, you know, he's going to want to get revenge on his father if he loses. So this this uh, feud is planned to go after WrestleMania, as a lot of us kind of expected, because we I think we were talking about it with Bad Bunny and that stuff, mm -hmm. that... Mm -hmm. Maybe it'll lead to a tag match or something, but yeah, WWE is really high on Dominic right now, as they should be. He has grown so much since turning heel. Mm -hmm. Triple H specifically is said to be really high and impressed with Dominic. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not gonna lie, JD. I've been I've been <laughs> enjoying Prison Dom. You know, people love to hate him. He's been doing his job. Like people love to boo him. He has grown immensely since turning heel, at least to me personally um so the plan right now reportedly is that this is going to be going on and long term they're trying to cement dominic as a star as a true major star obviously it's going to be at the expense of his father but i feel like ray is one to be open to putting over talent especially in the case of his son <laughs> Yeah, I, you know, let me answer JD real quickly. Uh, we all want more of Dominic. <laughs> um, it's probably the thing that nobody had on their bingo card. No. But rest assured, Dominic has found a way to become very entertaining, and they don't have to try to make him a star. Mm -hmm. He's already a star. He's already beaten the odds. Because think about it. This time last year, Dominic was teaming with his dad and they were fighting Logan Paul oh. and The Miz. Yeah. And nobody was really thinking about Dominic Mysterio. Mm -hmm. But of course, we get to Clash at the Castle where everything changes or somewhere around there, maybe SummerSlam, somewhere during yeah. the summer, something changed. And Dominic really became that guy. You know, I mean, like, really, we tune in to see the bloodline and yeah. Dominic and whatever he's going to do there with uh Rhea and Judgment Day and you know it's it's amazing the layers is incredible are incredible rather so Dominic Mysterio a star for sure I see why the betting odds have him winning because I definitely have him winning yeah so do uh, I at, at Mania this weekend 
Yeah, I think I think regardless, you know, if the point is to make him out to be a star, he's going to be fine. But I think he should win here. Yeah, he's totally um, but I good. can also see a, pl- a possibility of him not. And then that firing him up even more to want to hit his dad back even harder and mm-hmm. have it go down at backlash. So, yeah, I, I'm. I I can I'm okay with either scenario, but I do think it would be it would be a hell of a moment for Dom to beat his dad, you know. Yeah, I, I don't think Mysterio can pull the trigger to beat his son. Fair. I don't think he can do it. You know, I mean, it, think think about what it took for him to actually get good with a match. Yeah. You know, to actually be in the ring and say, "Oh my God, I'm fighting my son. Do I really want to do this?" But I don't think he's got the that's the instinct. that's the intrigue for it. We're gonna it we're is. all hoping he does. The question is, is will Ray or yeah. I personally think Damian Priest is gonna be lingering at ringside for this mm-hmm. match, and mm-hmm. I think he's gonna help Dominic beat his dad. Um, but you know, um, it feels like Ray is only going in the Hall of Fame because they couldn't get Batista, or is this another case? Um, like Ella saying, make Dom a star. Ray said he could go it could go a couple more years. I think Ray is going to go a couple more years. I don't I don't have any insight into why they chose Ray now specifically. Um, I thought I really thought that they were going to the catalyst for this match being made official was going to be at the Hall of Fame. I thought they were going to wait till the night before. Yeah, that's to what solidify I thought too. This. But I was that's actually I too. glad. I still think Dominic is still going to have some interference. Something, some, something's going to go awry during Ray's thing tonight. I think. Oh, for sure. But for I'm, sure. I'm kind of glad that they're not completely uh, salting Ray's induction to. The, yeah. It's mostly going to be okay, but I think they're going to incorporate some things into it. But yeah. I'm glad that this is official before Ray's getting inducted. I, I also think that we have to consider that um, things have changed relative to active career and WWE Hall of Fame. Yeah. This WrestleMania will be the first WrestleMania that has four active wrestlers who are in the Hall of Fame. Four. Yeah. That's a major, major statement. And you look at one of them is already a champion being Lita. Edge has been wrestling the last three years solid. You know, obviously you've got Ray. Trish has been coming back here, there, and everywhere. So I think we're in a space where things have changed regarding that. So so that's interesting. And I also see them talking about uh, the class being small. Here's why I actually believe the class is small. I think the class is small. Because the Hall of Fame has been long. Yeah. It has been long historically. And now that they have a two-day WrestleMania, you really don't have the kind of time for a three-hour Hall of Fame event. And you're putting it on the SmackDown. (laughs) On top of SmackDown. So you got probably a good hour in these people. Yeah. Yeah, an hour tops. And to that point, Boza, I totally think that somehow, some way, Dominic is going to do something at this Hall of Fame tonight. Oh, absolutely. it's going to happen, and um, it's going to be egregious. It's going to be something that's shocking, yeah. and uh, it's going to be something that we're going to be talking about because yeah. we really haven't had much to talk about coming out of the Hall of Fame except for the Undertaker speech last year <laughs> and, of course, the year when somebody attacked Bret Hart. True. True. So. Yeah. That's all we got news-wise, though. But I know we are going to finish off today with some, if the clip wants to actually play. Let's see. It's wrestling facts. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Love that. (laughs) 
Well, today is a very, very special day. We alluded to it on Wednesday, but we will go all in on it as today represents the official birthday slash anniversary of this thing we call WrestleMania. The very first WrestleMania took place on this day in 1985 in Madison Square Garden to a packed house of over 19,000 people. And here was the tagline for this event. The tagline was the greatest wrestling event of all time. It was a really, really big deal going back to that era. You know, we had seen the merge of the rock and wrestling connection. This was when MTV was first starting and wrestling was showing up on MTV. It was pretty crazy. They did not have a thing called pay-per-view in 85, but they did have a thing called closed circuit TV. And closed circuit TV was where people would actually go into movie theaters, arenas, and the like, and actually pay money to watch this on a big screen. That's what it was. And so the technology was a bit different. But think about this. In 1985, over 1 million people watched WrestleMania live on closed circuit TV, which is a really big deal. Equally big is the fact that this was filled with all sorts of superstars. Uh, you had Liberace involved. You had uh, Billy Martin from the Yankees involved. You had Muhammad Ali as the guest referee. And, of course, Mr. T, a celebrity in the main event, teaming with Hulk Hogan, of course, against uh, uh, Paul Orndorff and Rowdy Roddy Piper with Cowboy Bob Orton in the corner. Interesting to note that, in the main event of WrestleMania, the WWF championship was not on the line. It would not be on the line until WrestleMania II when Hulk Hogan would defend it against King Kong Bundy in a steel cage. And that was the most gutsy WrestleMania because they did it in three cities at one time. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah. 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 It was a pretty crazy undertaking. But yeah, WrestleMania born on this day in 1985. Uh, also, it saw Wendy Richter become the WWF Women's Champion. She was accompanied by Cindy Lauper. Andre the Giant won the uh, $15,000 Body Slam Challenge against Big John Studd. And the first championship, if anybody should ever ask you, the change place at a WrestleMania took place at WrestleMania 1 is the Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov won the World Tag Team titles against the U.S. Express. That'd be the team of Barry Windham and Mike Rotundo. Mike Rotundo, of course, being the dad of Bray Wyatt. There we go. All right. So we alluded to this one on Wednesday as well. So this day in 1994, there was a house show uh, in Sheffield, England, where the Quebecers regained the WWF tag titles against Men on a Mission. Now, just a few days earlier, they had lost those titles, and it wasn't supposed to happen because Mabel fell on Pierre, and Pierre couldn't get up. And so the titles were won, but the titles were exchanged again in this house show. It was a house show in England. There were no cameras. And so the WWE never actually talked about it. Interesting fact for those who don't know, Pierre of the Quebecers, who Mabel fell on, became PCO. Yeah. Oh, shit. Kind of, yeah. Fun, fun fact for you. I know that. Yes, indeed. PCO, former WWE Tag Team Champion. Now, keeping in the vein of WrestleMania on this day in 1996, WrestleMania 12 took place, ironically, out on the West Coast in Anaheim, California. 
And a lot of very interesting things happened on this WrestleMania. So, of course, whenever they're in California, it does feel like Hollywood. And so this Hollywood theme showed up as uh, you may remember a thing called the Backlot Brawl between Roddy Piper and Goldust. It actually started at a Hollywood lot somewhere. They ended up driving and kind of recreating that whole theme with O.J. Simpson until they got to the arena, which was kind of crazy. So that happened there. Stone Cold Steve Austin made his WrestleMania debut at WrestleMania 12, defeating Savio Vega. Then, of course, you had Triple H, who showed up um, as Hunter Hearst Helmsley. And uh, he would end up kind of still in punishment mode as he ends up battling the ultimate warrior who returned to WWE after a three and a half year layoff. It was the Warriors final WrestleMania match. But everybody knows this WrestleMania for the Iron Man match. Shawn Michaels versus Bret the Hitman Hart. The first Iron Man match in the WWE for the WWE title. It went the full 60 minutes and then had to go into overtime where Shawn Michaels would eventually become the WWE champion. Now we have to go all the way to 2003, because in 2003, it is now the Raw after Mania. This one's after WrestleMania 19, where, of course, Stone Cold uh, retired after losing to The Rock. Well, who would show up to confront The Rock on this? Then the debuting Goldberg. How interesting is that? Goldberg starts his WWE run on this day in 2003, a somewhat memorable run that, of course, ended at WrestleMania 20 in what I deem the single worst match in <laughs> WrestleMania history between Goldberg and Brock Lesnar. If you don't believe me, go watch it and then, yeah, at me. Um, so from there, let's go to 2006, some non-WWE news. As in the main event of Supercard of Honor from Ring of wow. Honor, yes, they've been doing Supercard of Honor that long. Brian Danielson retains the Ring of Honor World Championship against Roderick Strong. How cool is that? Two years later, 2008, it's again the Raw after Mania. This is the Raw after WrestleMania 24. That's the shirt I'm wearing today. And uh, Ric Flair, of course, had that retirement match at WrestleMania 24. Well, he would have his official farewell address. The first, well, I won't say of many. He didn't do very many uh, farewell addresses. He did many retirements, but yeah. not many farewell addresses. But this is one of the first times that we saw a farewell address where a lot of folks showed up from the locker room. Raw ran over, and we really got to see people um, show their respect to the nature boy, Ric Flair, which was pretty amazing to see what happened um, with that. All right, so let's move into, uh, let's see, we're going to 2017 because we saw uh, a very interesting thing happen as the UK kind of invaded the US during that WrestleMania season. Rev Pro which is a great organization there in the UK, did their first show in the States in Orlando. And at this show, Zack Sabre Jr. retained the Rev Pro British Heavyweight Championship by defeating Penta L Zero M, who's gone by many names, Pentagon, Pentagon Jr., El Cerro Miedo. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, all of those names. So that happened then. On the same day, in a different show involving the UK, Pete Dunne, now known to the world as Butch, uh, retained the Progress World Championship uh -huh. by defeating Mark Haskins. Also on that same show, Tyler Bate 
retains the WWE, then NXT UK championship by defeating Mark Andrews. Our last bit of news is not WWE related. <laughs> and in fact, it's AEW related. Uh, as AEW during this main event or during this WrestleMania week had dynamite that was main evented by uh, a very creative match, dare I say. It is the arcade anarchy match. Yes, who would have thunk it? And in this match, uh, Chuck Taylor and Orange Cassidy defeated Kip Sabian and Miro. And of course, that match would feature the return of Trent and Chris Statlander. And of course, that's aged interestingly enough as Chris Statlander is out on injury right now. And Miro is acting in a world far better than ours. And that's a look at your vintage wrestling facts. Bitch, wrestling facts. Yeah. 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 <laughs> There's been some interesting comments during this, too. Uh, oh, Astrid, yes. thank you for being here. Yes, hey, a 65 minute match, only one fall earned. Yeah. They took it, they took it seriously, seriously back in the day. Goldberg Absolutely. versus Piper was one of your earliest wrestling memories. Mm -hmm. I don't mm -hmm. think I. 96. What, Okay, so March I, wasn't, I wasn't alive then. <laughs> I wasn't alive then. <laughs> Aren't we thankful I, for the network on Peacock? I've seen Goldberg versus Lesnar in the new edition. I haven't seen the OG, though. Oh, <laughs> WrestleMania 20. Do yourself a favor. Okay. Goldberg versus <laughs> is Lesnar. Is it really a favor? <laughs> Mad it is a favor. Okay. I just, Madison Square Garden, you need to see how the people boo them out of the building. <laughs> and the most entertaining thing is the referee, and that's Stone Cold. I promise oh. you. Oh, promise okay. You. Stone Cold yeah. would make it worth it then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, I mean, you had the best of both worlds. You had Goldberg, who was getting ready to leave. Yeah. Lesnar was getting ready to leave to try the NFL out. And yeah. the fans all knew. So mm. New York let them have it. It's hilarious. And, uh, yeah, I, yeah. How long was this match, do you think? Oh, much longer than it needed to be. Oh, okay. Much longer than it needed to be. Because <laughs> they didn't touch each other for the first five minutes or so. Mm. The, the commentators get irritated. Like you, <laughs> you have to watch this. Like it is, okay. it's it's watching a train wreck. That's okay. what it is. It's a train wreck. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Stone Cold would make it worth it for me. <laughs> and he does. Okay. He does. Good to know. But like we said, obviously, Supercard of Honor is starting right now. There's mm -hmm. so many things. I know we will be back on Monday after all of this, after night one, night two. You know, Raw is gonna be that night after SmackDown and all of this. So we will be back on Monday. However, like we mentioned at the top of the show, uh, we have so many other shows going on this week. We, I know we have a SmackDown after show going on tonight. Uh, we'll have a Raw after show, you know. Women's Wrestling Talk has a bunch of shows other than news. So to give you some more information on that, to stay updated, our good friend TK Trinidad was kind enough to make a commercial with all the info for you guys. So before we go, just take a look at this. Hey peeps, TK Trinidad here, boss lady of Women's Wrestling Talk. And I want to say thank you so much for watching because you've got millions of options. Plus, you don't have to worry about sharing your password to check us out. But while you're here, hopefully you know we have so many more shows to watch. Like Turnbuckle Glam, Raw Post Show, WOW Post Show, AEW Dynamite Post Show, Women's Wrestling Army Post Show, NXT Post Show, Impact Wrestling Post Show, AW Rampage and SmackDown Live Post Show, On the Scroll, ROH Post Show, WWT Live, 
plus all of our interviews with the hottest women's wrestlers in the game. Make sure that you like, comment, and subscribe. Check out our website at www.talkpod.com and follow us on all social media platforms at www.talkpod and make sure to spread the word. That means send this to the group chat. Yes, even the person with the green bubble. Thanks again so much for watching Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Ciao for now. And like we said, TK is in LA. Our good friend Kane is there. Stephanie Hardy is living her best life. Nikki is there. We have a bunch of WWT representatives there. I'm sure they're going to be posting a bunch on their socials. So the easiest way there is to stay updated at WWTalkPod for all the stuff. I'm sure they're going to be posting a bunch of photos and clips. We're really just getting started with Mania Week. Like we said, Super Card of Honor is now starting. Of course, I know a bunch of us want to go watch it. So before we get out of here, Gerard, let the people know where they can find you. Of course, you can find me at Bonnerfide across all the social spaces. You can check me doing commentary on Southern Honor Wrestling on IWTV. You can also check me doing commentary on Battle Slam, and that's on Fight TV. And we've got a big show coming up on April the 23rd, our anniversary show. Can't wait to talk to you guys about that. And then, of course, my work with the Nightmare Factory. You can check that out on the Nightmare Factory's YouTube page as well. And for all merch, you can check it out at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Bonnerfide. And the easiest way to follow me is where it says right here at it's Ella J on Twitter. If you go to the link in my bio, all my links to all my podcasts and projects and writing are all there in one convenient place for you. Like we said, it's giddy up for a wild Hollywood week. Uh, we will be back for WWT live on Monday. But like I said, in the meantime, Keep updated on all the socials at WWTalkPod for all the on-site coverage we have going on throughout the rest of WrestleMania weekend. But at least for WWT Live, we're about done for the week. Thank you to everybody for tuning in and stay safe, get some sleep, but most of all, just enjoy this fantastic weekend of wrestling. This has been Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. We'll see you guys Monday. Women's Wrestling Talk the number one women's wrestling show on the planet.